Welcome spooks and spirits, ghouls and ghosts. Take a seat around the campfire. But beware, this podcast is haunted. Okay. Alright. Hello, whores. <laughs> How are you? I hope you're all doing well. That's a very strong stance to take towards our <laughs> listeners. I Hey friends. And good I'm people. sorry, are you not friends with any whores? I mean, okay, I didn't want to like... Whores are my favorite people. They're enthusiastic in the face you of You can identify, self-identify with whatever you want to identify with. Yeah. So. <laughs> I had my whorish days. Yeah. Did you? Were you slutty? Look at me. I, I am looking at you. You're you a tiny blonde. Were you I'm, slutty? Do you think I was? Your mom listens to the show. I understand. She does not <laughs> anymore. <laughs> That's probably for the best. Sorry, Jen's mom. Probably scared you off. Yes. Um, okay, so we're here to have a podcast. Hey, the hey. first time did not work. <laughs> no, we got like 20 minutes into bullshit and it got crappy and Guys, weird. we spared you. Yeah. Actually computer spared them the yeah. computer was like stepping in like no the microphone was no. listening and was like mm, let's let's try this again <laughs> friends from the top bitches from the top um okay so speaking before we of get which, started wait uh oh. welcome to this podcast is haunted i'm jen <laughs> you're kate i am kate that's we never say the name of the show do we uh, I think occasionally we remember. Oh, good for us. That uh, shows a shocking amount of love. Yep. Uh, so welcome to our show. We're going to be talking about creepy shit. Kind of. Kind of. Well. Historically creepy shit today. Yeah. Cool. 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 Yeah. Um, first thing I want to tell you guys is uh-huh. that we uh, should have given this shout out like 10 million years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, for those of you who've been listening for a hot minute, you'll notice that around what, six episodes ago? Probably around six episodes ago, uh, our audio quality got significantly better. Um, kind of. I mean, kind right? of. I don't know. It wasn't really. I haven't bad listened before. back to the old ones for oh, okay. a while. I listened to our old ones. Okay. <laughs> so anyway, that's because you forgot. I about them. Like, yeah. You don't edit them. Right. I don't. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> they don't live in my head like that. I, I kind of like close the book on these and I just walk away. Yeah. That's. Um, that would be nice. You want to know what's funny? I laugh at our jokes. I think we're very funny. Like I, I forget what's too. coming and I'm like. <laughs> I'll I'll be sitting editing in like a public space and just start laughing to myself and then feel like immensely embarrassed for laughing at my own jokes. In One public. of my coworkers busted me at my desk listening to my own podcast and they were like, "Really?" and I was like, "Yeah, that's how much of a narcissist I am." Yeah. Um okay, so uh, when that audio quality got better, it's because my good friend Cambry lent us an amazing microphone. Mm-hmm. And so um, shout out to Cambry. Hey. Um, I'm going to see Cambry tomorrow. And she's bringing over her puppy because our puppies are puppy friends. Aw, puppy plane. Oh my God, it's the cutest shit you've ever seen. Post pictures. Yeah, I will. Um, her puppy Jasper. Mm-hmm. When he's really excited, he growls. Oh my so god! He makes us like you know those cats who are like meow 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 when they get pet. Yeah, Jasper yeah. does that. That's and then adorable. The first time I ever met Jasper, I um, Camry is a beautiful home that was built, and um, I was sitting on the couch and I reached down and pet this little corgi who I was mm-hmm. meeting. Oh, it's a corgi! It's a corgi! Oh, I know, sweet baby. He's a sweet baby. Oh my god! And I was ever so surprised when Jasper climbed up my entire 
entire body, not just into my lap, <gasps> over my face and onto the back of the couch because he was so excited. That's so precious. Literally dragged his genitals across my face in sheer joy of being pet. That's kind of gross, but yeah. cute. But you know what? Like, I was like, that's it. We're best friends now. Awesome. <laughs> I know. Um, so, I'm so excited for you. I know. And it's, let's be real, like puppy play date. Is there anything better? Oh, like no. that, those are real friends right there. Like yeah. people who can, you can just bring your dogs together. Yeah. Cat play dates aren't quite the same. No, not quite the same. Our cats have never met. They probably shouldn't. Probably not. Meatloaf doesn't approve of other cats. We Neither had, they're um, Artemis. Yeah, see? Um, our friend Kiko, our mutual friend Kiko, mm-hmm. uh, her cat stayed with us during the Great Grand Rapids flood. Yeah, what's his name? Loki? Loki. It's a girl. Loki's a lady. Let's, well, sorry. And she's like the most beautiful cat you've ever Apologies. seen. Apologies. Apologies accepted on Everyone thinks Artemis is a boy, too. Artemis looks rather masculine. For no, she cat. doesn't. She, she looks like a Disney princess. Uh, in the face, but, like, yeah. the rest well. of her body, she's kind of... You mean the, like, missing leg? <laughs> no, I just meant she was kind of thick and, like... She has a masculine build. She's got a much more masculine I've build never than Meatloaf does. thought about that. Yeah, if you if you look at, like, her compared to... Like, my old cat, Orion, was also very masculine. Okay. Um. So, like, she just looks like she's well-built. She looks... Interesting. Because like, she's not, like... She's she's a very light, yeah, she's tiny, tiny kitty. Yeah. She enjoys drinking out of the sink, which is my favorite thing yeah. about her. <laughs> yeah, maybe I'll that. You should. It's she's a precious wee baby. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so so uh, this is the long form thank you to Cambry, um, who also listens to the show, and uh, I'll see you tomorrow. Um, while we're maybe on, maybe you'll get your mic back. Maybe. Let's, I, I did order another one because <laughs> yeah. this mic's really fucking good. Um, also, guys, we set out letters and stickers. International friends, yours are going out on Monday because I got paid, but I didn't actually cash my check until today. Sorry, everybody. Good job. <laughs> I know. I'm a terrible adult this week. And if you want more, then... Uh, yeah, hit us up. Um, we too have, bad. No, what, what do we have? Like... Less than 50 stickers left, but I'll order more. I have a small stack at home, too. Rad. So, yeah, if you guys want stickers, we'll send you two of them for free. Thanks for liking the show. I don't know why. We just decided it'd be too complicated to, like, try to have merch yet. So we're just like, here. (laughs) Also, these people listen to our bullshit. We're just so grateful. (laughs) I know. Like, I I am, I love every single one of you. We're making negative money on this podcast, but. (laughs) I'm okay with that. Here, have free Have free shit. Um, All right, so. What are we talking about today? We were talking about my favorite. Your favorite subject. And the thing that brought us together. Yes. Like, this is the story. The death of over a thousand people. (laughs) 1,500 dead or something like that, right? And three, I think. 1,503? You're so Mm -hmm. specific. I I just read that number. Stop clicking your pen. I'm sorry. I shouldn't even be allowed to have clicking pens. I've been like cracking my knuckles too, so it's like there's going to be a lot of excess noise. (laughs) It's a David problem, not an us problem. Oh, he's not going to do anything about that. Oh, well, rats. David, come oh, on. This is why you shouldn't click your pen. Well, you, why did you ever let me have a clicky pen? I don't know. Okay. It's your pen. One of us has to be the adult here, this Jennifer. This is your pen. Jennifer, it's never going to be me who's going to be the adult. Here. Oh, well, don't give me a pen at all, Jennifer. Come right. on. This one doesn't click. I'm so just going to use it to about... draw dicks on things. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, that's true. I'm taking this away. Okay. Uh... So... Wait, what are we talking about? We're talking about Titanic. <gasps> Titanic. Ti- Near, far, you are. <laughs> you, you, you gotta slam your chest. It doesn't count if you don't slam your chest what? like Celine. Did she do that? Have you never? She like gives herself a full coronary oh every time. God. Have you never seen this? 
I've seen the video, the like music video. Watch her perform it at the Oscars, and she <gasps> like will. slams herself in the titty so hard. You're like, like the mic picks it up. Wow, <laughs> it's amazing. Wow. So yeah, um, wow. That's the full Celine treatment. Um. Also, I have loved Celine Dion since I was like four years old. <laughs> I've loved her since that song. <clears throat> you didn't know her before then. No, I was like six when the movie came out. No. I take that back. I was like eight. I was going to say I was 10. I was eight. Wait, seven. Whatever. It doesn't matter. <laughs> I was in third grade. Yeah. That's how I I think know. I was in fourth, fifth. See, so I was in a really small school. And so I had the same teacher from second through sixth grade. So um, okay. I can't, I can remember which classroom I was in, but I don't remember what year it was. <laughs> I, I always say I was in third grade, but to be honest, I don't 100% know. Yeah. There were four classrooms in my school. I had a lot more than that. That's kindergarten through eighth grade. You just move. That's sad. It's not sad. It was amazing. No, it's there were only 62 kids in the whole school, kindergarten through eighth grade. That's weird. I knew all of them. I still know most of them. Uh, yeah. So. All right. So. Titanic. That movie was very formative to our lives. Yes. Got me interested in history. Mm-hmm. Taught me to be afraid of dead bodies and you know, in water. Exactly. That's like a thousand percent so a phobia of mine. Everyone, I was one of those like select few, like, well, I guess both of us were part of that select few, you know, small children that got to see it right when it came out. Cause like, it's like, yeah, not a lot of people were allowed to. Really? Everybody yeah, because it's that movie. PG-13, so... Well, you have to remember, that's weird to me, because my parents didn't censor anything. My parents, I guess, didn't censor a whole lot, but, like, a, like, lot, I didn't of, a lot of my out. friends didn't see it. And, hmm. and like, you know, it's PG-13, and in America, that's because, oh, there's boobs right. and sex. And, and you and see some drawn bush. Yeah, you yep. see it, and I, I saw all of that, but what traumatized me were the dead bodies floating <laughs> in the ocean. That is a thousand percent one of my phobias, is dead bodies in water. I don't, like that... Um, one of my phobias is being in an enclosed space underwater. Yeah, there's no way I could be in that fucking mm-hmm. submarine when they're like nine inches of glass connects us yep. to the oh oh r.i.p bill paxton oh, now shit. i'm sad shit god fucking damn it he was really great have you ever seen tombstone no dude we are gonna watch tombstone okay. he's not even the best part of tombstone but tombstone overall is a fucking treasure all right it's like uh, i love him and twister that's my yes. other favorite 90s movie i fucking love twister back to back double feature let's do this all right okay um where was I before Bill Paxton died? Just, uh, oh, being in a submarine. Being, yeah, fuck that. Noise. I've, I've heard that, like, there, you know, some people are like, oh, you can pay, like, you know, a ton of money to go down to Titanic. Like, no. I love Titanic. I'm never doing that. Never, ever, ever. Never. On top of that, I also would not go to space. Like, stay oh, on the surface of the earth, children. I probably, unless, like, some major sci fi shit went down, I would, yeah, yeah probably not. No, definitely. Even if there were major sci fi shit, I will just take Things every piece always of go wrong. I can. Exactly. <laughs> Things always go wrong. No, screw that noise. I just am not about that life. My husband would go to Mars. He's like, I'd love to go to Mars. And I was like, no, what? No. Have you seen the Martian? Also, everybody has to wear diapers. I oh. am not, no, there's just no way. Also, all your muscles atrophy in space. Right. Right. Wasn't there just a movie that came out about like, I don't know. Who's the kid with the really blue eyes who was oh, in Ender's Game? Oh, yeah. That and he, like, kid. was raised on Mars. Yeah. Hugo. It's called The Space Between Us, I think. <laughs> I really like the way you said that. The From now on, everybody's going to hear The Space Between Us. 
<laughs> you know us. I was like, as I was saying this, I'm not sure if it's right. No, that's cool. But I don't even know that kid's name. Ezra Koning? That's not right. That's not. He's. You're thinking of Ezra Miller, who was Credence and yes, Fantastic I am. Beast. Who is Ezra Koning? I have no idea. <laughs> All right. If somebody knows who Ezra Koning is, don't Google it. I don't care. Just tell me on Just our Facebook page. Tell me who you think he is <laughs> without Googling well, I mean, clearly I thought it was the kid from Hugo. I mean, but I, I meant like, I said you, but I meant like, oh, okay, okay. You okay. all. Yeah, 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 yeah. First tell us your guess, then somebody go out and Google that shit. Anyway, but I'm not doing your work. I'm not doing your homework It doesn't tonight. matter. Um, where were we when we were talking about enneagrams? Why were we talking about enneagrams? Oh, we were talking about how we've both been like very anxious about oh, yeah. life lately. Yeah. What is that? Oh, okay. So you have a reason to be kind of anxious. Yeah. Yeah. Because I, I have been like learning three jobs at once. And? And I just got into grad school. Yay! Yay! Everybody take two seconds and shout, yay! I'm having a crisis. (laughs) I mean, like, I'm sad about your crisis, but I'm really excited that you're going to, like, progress. Yeah, I'm excited, but it also means, like, leaving a city that I've grown to love and lived in for the past nine years. It's true. Grand Rapids is the tits. You'll want to come back, though. It's a really small town where I'm going. I like small towns. (laughs) It's, yeah, I mean, I'm sure I'll learn to love it, but I had to, when I was driving away, it took me like an hour and a half to find the nearest Panera. (laughs) (laughs) Is that your standard? Is that like... Listen, Jamestown has a Panera now, so that is my standard. (laughs) Jen. (laughs) For real? You know how much I love it. (laughs) I do. You would rather eat Panera than almost anything else, right? Yeah, I just did eat Panera. Yeah, you did. On the way to my house. They deliver here. You could have had it delivered. I know. Next time. I know. That's the... See, not only do I have a Panera... I wish they would sponsor us. uh, Panera? (laughs) Panera, do you do (laughs) If you're listening. uh, That's a really good call because I will tell people all about your fucking soup. I love your soup. I love your sandwiches. Okay. All right. So this has gotten really weird. Um, So yeah, we've been weird and anxious lately. Yeah, so... But you, for a good reason, me, just because I'm a little bit insane. Well, you did some, like, uh, soul searching, didn't you? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I mean, kind of. Um, I read a book, <laughs> and it was called "You Are Now Less Dumb" by oh. David McRaney, and it's that's a, good a book. very pretentious title. Can I just say? <laughs> I think that's what drew me to it. I was like, yes, I would like to be less dumb. Okay. I thought it would teach me algebra, but it didn't. I would see that book and say, "Fuck off." Oh, <laughs> but maybe it's good. Maybe I should read it. I no, I think you didn't need it the way I needed it. Okay. So it's it's a book about um the way we delude ourselves. Mm. And like a lot of it is just survival mechanism. Like your brain wants you to be happy because happy people survive. Yeah. <laughs> and so, you know, it talks about all of these like the way we delude ourselves into being happy and then once you're aware of it, you can't stop thinking about it. About how you're not really happy and everything right. is <laughs> But like here's the thing, it's like I almost feel like I'm trying to fit this mold because objectively I have uh-huh. a great fucking life. Yeah, you do. Like I'm I'm employed in a job that I love. I have an amazing husband. We have a beautiful home. Uh-huh. Um, you have great friends. Eh. <laughs> 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 no, I do. My I was friends okay. are I really was fishing. I was fishing. <laughs> Well, I mean, you know, they're all fucking flight risks. Well, they leave. Yep. Sorry. (laughs) It's okay. I I do. I do have a great group of friends. And, like, everything in my life is golden. Mm -hmm. But then, like, there's all these little ways. Like, you know, like, 
I don't make any money at my job. And sometimes I don't, sorry. Plastic. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. So I'll anyway, I don't, I don't want to play with anything. There you go. <laughs> anyway. Um, so yeah, there's all these little delusions and like, now you're aware of them. You're like double checking yourself on everything. And oh like, yeah. Yeah. That would be. Well, it's sad. just, you know, it kind of punctured my balloon because I'm ridiculously, ridiculously, ridiculously self-confident. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, now I feel normal, and that's the worst thing in the world. Welcome to my world. No, I fucking hate it. It feels dirty and peasant-like. Yeah, this is why I'm always anxious about that's, everything. Well, it sucks, and I'm going to try and forget everything about that book real soon. Mm-hmm. But, mm-hmm. like, I, well, yeah, we're, like, opposites in that. Everything. Uh, in I, everything yeah, in a lot of things. <laughs> like, we have similar career paths, but yeah. even our career paths within the museum are opposites. Like, yeah. Yeah. Um, no, it's, we're balanced. We yeah. are yin and yang. But like with per- personality wise and anxiety wise, it like it really helps me to read about myself and personality. No. Like, uh, yeah. <laughs> I've I got really into uh, enneagrams recently. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. This is where we were going. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I had I had I had my enneagram that you made me do saved on my phone. Yep. What What was yours? So I, th- okay, this is, <laughs> it's like a super in-depth personality test for those it's of you really who are not helpful. familiar. So I tested as a four with a five wing. And what is four? Four is like a creative type, but I don't think that's right. I think, I'm going to Google it real I quick. I think I'm a five. A four is the individualist. The five is the investigator. I exactly. am the least of that. Yeah. I am not an investigator. So a four is like, yeah, like creative types, but they can be like really... I'm not an expert, so if I'm wrong, forgive me. Um, they can be very kind of like dramatic and volatile, uh-huh. um, whereas fives are very much more like, uh, I don't know, I guess like think Hermione or Ravenclaws. Sure, just um, like steady, keep the pace, do like the Like curious, thing. want to learn things, which I think I am. I think, I think that's what a lot of people f- see me as. The five? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I could see that. But... Now I'm starting to think that I'm a five with a six wing. And a six is the loyalist. Yeah. See, those are literally my two least things. (laughs) Well, I'm also not a peacemaker. Opposites. (laughs) So mine is, uh, I'm number seven, the enthusiast. Raise your hand if you're surprised. That's right. I don't see any hands. (laughs) (laughs) This is a radio show. Um, And then number eight, the challenger. Yeah. So you're seven with an eight wing. Yeah. So, all right, guys. So you should check out these um, things online. Uh, the, there's a good free quiz at the Enneagram Institute mm-hmm. and that word is Enneagram, E-N-N-E-A-G-R-A-M. Um, check it out. Post your results on our page, please. Learn about yourself. Yeah. I think I find it really helpful to just like read, like not even just take the test, but like read through the descriptions. Cause like you can, you can get a bunch of books about this too, where it'll like list out like all of the strengths and weaknesses of the different types uh-huh. and like reading through the weaknesses especially is very helpful where you're like oh this is me at my worst right <laughs> so i recently <laughs> saw something like that on a friend's uh facebook page and it was about star signs do you believe in star signs uh that's like the astrological sign yeah I I mean I read them like I read fortune cookies. Okay. Yeah. Um so. I wish I were so cavalier. Uh I actually find myself believing in them quite a bit more. Um like I know that they're mostly bullshit. Mm-hmm. But then I read about what being a Sagittarius is and I'm like check 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 yes. I'm a Sagittarius. So um let me my friend brought this up but um it was all of the different signs and like you know, what they're like when they're happy, what they're like when they're mad. And yeah. it was, 
I thought it was very, very accurate. I think it's that's yeah. I love personality quizzes in general. Right. Um, so we covered all of that. Yeah. <laughs> Let's talk about what we're here to talk about yeah. because these people did not come to this fucking download. Stop beating around them. So yeah, let's uh let's talk about what we came here to talk about, <laughs> which is tragedy. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, it is. But yeah, uh so we met during the Titanic exhibit because um so you were reading this book called uh The Seance because you recommended yes. it to me. Here's a fun fact, I found that in my dirty garage today. Really? <laughs> yeah, like fallen out of my car and uh I have it again. So And I only made it halfway through that book. Um but anyway, so <laughs> I saw you reading that book and you're talking to someone, maybe Joe, Probably about Joe. uh about what you're reading and like and like witchcraft seances and so on and i just thought oh god i want to be friends with you (laughs) and so like a month or so later when i actually did start working with you closer right right. i like actively auditioned to be your friend and i 1000 percent was not trying to make friends at that point in time and i was like but it worked out really well for you let's be friends (laughs) as it turns out you're super fucking cool so yeah uh and now we have a podcast which is like you know we basically co-parent so so Titanic brought us together. Titanic brought... All right, so... But you were interested in Titanic before you ever met me, so tell me everything you know about Titanic. Like, let's get into the history. (laughs) I really learned most of what I know about it working at that exhibit because... There. Because you had all day long to I just immerse just yourself. I had all the fucking time in the world, and the only reading material there were books about oh, Titanic. Titanic. Yeah, I actually think I own one of the books, 888 and a half facts or something like that, because it was like one for every foot. Really? Because yeah. that's where I got this one, which is... Mine's a kid's book. Oh. I grabbed it because I teach. Oh. <laughs> okay. So the book that I am mostly going to be referencing today is called... Uh, 1,912 facts about Titanic. Get it? Because it's 1912. Oh. Oh. Yeah. Mine was definitely fewer facts than that. Yeah. Um, It was only like Mm 880-something. Because it's like one for every foot of Titanic's length. That's cute. I know, right? Uh, Yeah, so it's a very... It's it's a very fascinating book. Because I learned a lot of like... There's a lot of misconceptions about Titanic that... I would like to spend, it's, it's just part it's of glitter. my, <laughs> on my tooth. There's glitter in your teeth. Just okay. give me, this give is, me a finger. No, this is not going to, there's glitter on your face too. We just got, we just have to deal with it. Okay. I live like this. I'm sorry. All right. We can cut all that out. I don't, I don't honestly know where we were. Um, what can, tell me facts about Titanic. You were going to give me the history. Oh, okay. Um, at any other time in your life, if I was like, tell me a fact about Titanic, you'd be like, here's a fact, seven facts about Titanic. I mean, I the problem is not like thinking of one. The problem is where to start. Well, that's a good point. Um, first off, where was she built? Uh, are you going to just quiz me? Yes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I took your notes. It was built in Belfast, Ireland by the company uh, Harland and Wolf. Wow. Pass. Thank you. <laughs> good job. You really Thank do. You. All right. All right. All right. All right. All right. I'm going to give you notes back. Thank you. Give me, like, boat specs. Harlan and Wolf, what kind of boat did they build? So it was part of, uh, it was built as, uh, like, one of three ships uh, for the White Star Line, which was one of two major rival uh, ship What was the other? Uh, Cunard. Cunard. Oh, I don't. Oh, Cunard. I feel like that's still a thing today, isn't it? I don't know. 
Huh. Well, it sounds familiar. Um, okay, so White Star versus Cunard. Yeah, and you can actually... What were the sister ships? You, um, so you can you can tell like what company it was by the name mm-hmm. because Cunard ships were like the Lusitania and the Mauritania. Like they ended in Acadia, sure. basically. So White Star Line, these three ships specifically were going to be the Olympic, Titanic, and Gigantic. <laughs> Because they're creative. Subtle. <laughs> yeah. It's all about... It's all about the size. size. Yeah. <laughs> what's, I guess it's what, what's the opposite of that? It's not the emotion of the... It's not the size of the tugboat. It's the motion of the ocean. <laughs> you thought I wouldn't be able to work a dick this joke into this. There's going to be a lot of metaphors That's, here. All right. So they have these three Titanic... Yeah. And the reason why they went for size um, is because uh, the I believe it was the Mauritania had just broken the speed record yes and so because of that every all the rich people were like i'm gonna take that ship because it's gonna cut down on my sea voyage time and there was an element of glamour to being exactly new and fast cars that kind of a thing yeah and so uh contrary to popular belief uh titanic was not built to break speed records they decided we're not going to go for that because that's it's kind of dumb to just get into a speed race. Right. So they decided to and go. And dangerous, especially in April. You know, you're going yeah. through the North yeah. Atlantic. <laughs> yeah. Um, so they decided we're going to go with size and luxury and safety. Yeah. And it <laughs> well, sounds so ironic. It sounds ironic, but they really were built to be one of the like some of the safest ships. Two out of three ain't bad. Exactly. One of the like prevailing causes of shipwrecks at that time, though, were was like uh, hitting unseen reefs. Oh, and so uh, one of the new innovations for that class of ship was having a double hull on the bottom. Sure. So, so that you know, reef. even if you hit a reef, there'd mm-hmm. be another one. Mm-hmm. And so, if only that were what happened, right. they would have been fine. Unfortunately, <laughs> they went across the side. They also added more watertight bulkheads, Mm -hmm. which as it's a real shame they just didn't add a couple more. Right. um, (laughs) She can stay afloat with five filled throws. Five, but not six. I think you. I think it's four, not five. Oh, fuck it, I don't care. I don't know. But it's, great accent. It's been. Thank you. I haven't been Victor Garber in a long it's a time. Great <laughs> I just want to watch. Get this yourself movie to again. a lifeboat, Rose. <laughs> yeah, let's watch it. Let's stop fuck recording it. Okay, this right goodbye. now. <laughs> See you guys later. Titanic's haunted. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So uh, it didn't quite work out, but it was one of the safest ships built at the time. Right. Sure. Uh, yeah. But also the most luxurious. I mean, Olympic was built, and that was the first one to sail. And had been sailing for like a year or so before Titanic uh, started and ended. <laughs> but they just like... Too dark. Too dark that I'm one sorry. was. I'm sorry. Um, it was not only luxurious for the Richie McRitchrich, right? It also was... Yeah. It was like it had a number of bathrooms and bathtubs for steerage class. They, I mean, they still had to share... With right. like the whole hall. Right, which is disgusting. But <laughs> but not uncommon right, for not. them. In fact, it used to be significantly worse. They wouldn't have. I think it was like a brand new thing that like all of the first class cabins had bathrooms. Right. Um, and then the 
for the steerage class to have bathtubs available was a yeah. pretty big deal. Yeah, I think there were eight right. <laughs> for steerage. But I mean, like, you know, we're still coming off the Victorian era when people barely bathed. Exactly. I mean, the exactly. idea was to Especially British there. people. Right. <laughs> That's a whole other episode I can I, get into. <laughs> but uh, basically, Americans really liked to bathe at that time, and right. English people did not. So, like, they these cruise these steamships were trying to keep up with... American rich people. Mm-hmm. And so they're trying to like kind of get more on their level mm-hmm. of fanciness. Right. <laughs> Which was frankly a lot fancier than British people. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. So very luxurious. And it was also built to be the largest ship at the time, like in existence. Now the ships that we have today, my husband and I went on a honeymoon to the West Caribbean mm-hmm. and our ship dwarf titanic by like 2000 feet exactly. and like 15 decks yeah like the ships that we have today uh make titanic look like bullshit <laughs> yeah yeah because titanic was uh 882 feet nine inches long and that they had to get those last nine inches in there i understand yeah it's... i enjoy getting those last nine inches in as well <laughs> okay <laughs> Okay. <laughs> but yeah, modern cruise ships are a lot bigger than, than that. <laughs> Don't make me laugh at my own jokes. Keep going. Uh, yeah, so... Uh, because, and, <laughs> words. Yeah. So its max speed was like 24 knots, which... How fucking fast is that? So that doesn't mean... Like, what the fuck's a knot? I don't... I don't. No, that is one conversion I did not make. Um, but I will tell you that the record at the time was an average of 26 knots a day. Huh. So, like, so it was, they were still pretty friggin' fast. It was fast. Uh, but, like, I mean, that was, like, the Cunard record, basically. So that's what I say, like, when they weren't trying to, like, break any records for speed. Because they just, like, that they it wasn't even possible. Right. They were like, forget about um, so it. So they're like, and, and it was also you don't start um, a ships. So ships have many boilers, many mm-hmm. engines. Yeah. Um, and you don't fire them all up at once. Yeah. Because one, you'd have to have more staff, mm-hmm. and two, you want to have things in case you want to have backups. Yeah, you don't want to run out else. of coal. That exactly, is for sure what you don't want to do. And so, like, yeah, they definitely did not run at twenty four knots. <laughs> like that's that's like the. The, you know, very end of your speedometer on your car. You don't go that fast ever. Okay. A knot is mm-hmm. equivalent to 1.151 miles per hour. So it's it's roughly MPH. Okay. So if you're going 24 miles, if you're going 24 knots, you're going roughly 27 miles per hour. Wow. Yeah. I mean, that's why it took a week. Right. I mean, you know. And they didn't have sonars and stuff like we have today to like predict where things were in the ocean. So mm-hmm. I wonder what the top speed is now. No, no, I'm I don't gonna, care. Right, Do, no, <laughs> All right, guys, Google that right into the show. <laughs> yeah. Also, tell us your enneagram. How do you say that word? Enneagram, not enneagram. mammogram. <laughs> Everyone, feel your tits. Make sure you're good. Actually, while you have a minute, feel your tits. Make sure you're good. Okay. Men, you two, uh, start in your armpit, move your way forward around the nipple and around the sides. Feel for anything uncomfortable or anything unusual. Cool. Uh, Men get breast cancer too, Jennifer. I know. That's fine. Okay. So. Let's talk about lifeboats. <laughs> I'm not done talking about tits. Okay. <laughs> so, the, uh, t- I guess if we're going to talk about tits, we'd have to talk about life jackets. Real scattered. Because they help you float. Okay. Okay. 
Life, ja- right. life jackets was not an issue. There were enough life jackets for everyone. Right. Just didn't keep you out of the fucking icy North Atlantic. Right. Yeah. You're going to freeze to death. Yeah. The problem was lifeboats. And so obviously they didn't have enough. Everyone knows that. They had, what, 20 total with a carrying capacity of 1,176 people. Where, uh, whereas the capacity of Titanic itself... It was up to 3,295 people. And they had 2,222 people on board. Yeah. So thank God they weren't at full capacity. Right. Right. Although, you know, fuck it. We're all fucked anyway. That's got dark. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. Is that my anxiety speaking? Yeah. Um. Yeah. Uh, But by law, they were only required to have... For that size, they're only required to have 16 boats with a total capacity of 980, and that's because... Isn't that amazing? They were just like... It just shocks me that there was ever a time when they were like, oh, maybe we don't need one space on the lifeboat for every single person on board the fucking boat. I know. Well, I, re- I researched the reason why that was, and it's um, the, some mer- the Merchant Shipping Act of 1894, and it was based on cubic footage of space, and I think that's a leftover um, part of... You know, like in the name, Shipping Act, it was, you know, like they they weren't used to having huge passenger ships. Right. People didn't have the money. You know, we have this Mm -hmm. huge population, uh, the population of people who had money exploded. Mm -hmm. Um, And so all of a sudden, uh, our society is much more mobile, has much more money to burn. Mm -hmm. Um, And people would like pay for passage on a ship, but that ship was primarily for... Shipping Car- like shipping goods, goods and yeah. services like right up until this point like this was the first time you really had ships that were just passenger ships well right. i mean it carried mail too but right absolutely oh hey this is your friendly co-host jen and i'm breaking through to let you know that we have our very first message this week so without any further ado i'm gonna let jeremy collins tell you a little bit about podcon coming up Hi, this is Jeremy from the Podcast We Listen To podcast. I wanted to take a second to talk to you about a thing that we're putting together called PodCon 2018. This is a convention of podcast listeners, for podcast listeners, and by podcast listeners. And yeah, hosts are listeners too. I listen all day long. This is going to be the fall of 2018 in New Orleans, and it's going to be a blast. It's being put together by myself, members of the podcast we listen to Facebook group, and hosts of several of your favorite shows, including Dina from Twisted Philly and Allie from Insight. Fall of 2018 gives us time to put it together right. We're really looking forward to it. There is so much excitement. The podcast we listen to Facebook group is blowing up over it. For more information, you can join the podcast we listen to Facebook group, or you can follow at PodCon2018 on Twitter. And as soon as we finalize more details, we will put those out there for you. In the meantime, just keep listening to your favorite shows and you'll probably hear something about it. But let's talk um, day of. They they get on board, what, April 10th? Yep, April 10th. Um, yeah. They left Southampton. They arrived in Cherbourg that night. The next day, they stopped in Queenstown, Ireland, um, and then set off. So, and the Queenstown, that was the last time Titanic was seen. Mm-hmm. And there's a, f- a handful of lucky bastards who 
uh, like got on Titanic specifically to like hop the channel to Cherbourg right. to something, and they got off, and they're like, "Oh, <laughs> I agree, we made it, Cause successful joint thing that we weren't, you know, traveling to New York." Right, right, yeah. absolutely, Jesus Christ. Yeah, there's a there's a very famous photograph of like Titanic leaving Ireland, yes, and that's I've like the that last. One. Oh, but there are there is also all the photographs that. Um, exist of Titanic because there are some were taken by this man I think was a priest who got off in Ireland so good for him the last time last photographs <laughs> ever taken yeah um, yeah so that happened um, what one of the one of the contributing factors to its sinking was within I don't know like which place this was but it was like a brand new crew. There was like issues of who was doing what and who was responsible for what. Right. And in that process, the binoculars got left behind. Right. They should have had them in the crow's nest and they didn't have them. Yep. Which yep. would have given them an advantage seeing this ice. Mm -hmm. And then, of course, as we learned, it was a particularly still night. Mm -hmm. So there's no water splashing against the icebergs. Yeah. Yeah. So they're, you know, they're steaming along, whatever. So the, the, the night... Sunday, April 14th is the night in question, mm -hmm. and uh, which was 105 years ago. Today! Today! Holy that's shit, that's we're... eerie. That's... I didn't know we were that on point, though. Oh, I did. Oh, good job for us. Yeah, That's not an accident. All right. <laughs> that's why we're doing it this week. Well, 105, uh, is that what you said? Yeah, 105. Yeah. Mm -hmm. God, that's weird. We've been friends for five years. Yeah. Happy anniversary. Yay. Um. So, yeah. Uh, Captain uh, was... E.J. E. Smith. Smith. What, do we know what the E.J. stood for? I have yeah. James Smith written down in a couple other places, so I know the I J is James. I want to say Edward. Edward James? That seems about right. Probably. He looks like an Edward. Mm -hmm. He's British. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so uh, E.J., um, he was being pushed by Bruce Ismay, who was the uh, representative of the White Star Line on mm -hmm. board, to fire up the last spoilers. Ismay wanted... A mm -hmm. speed run. He wanted well, Titanic all over the newspapers. He wanted in from and on the newspapers. He wanted to get in to New York the night before they were they were supposed to arrive Wednesday morning, mm -hmm. and so he wanted to arrive Tuesday night, which would be amazing. Which would be cool. It would it would I think set a White Star Line speed record. So. Uh, unfortunately, it's a great example of hubris as well. <laughs> yeah. Uh, because of their speed, they were going so fast approaching this iceberg, famously, right? Iceberg! Right ahead! Yeah. Well, um, that they couldn't turn in time. Mm -hmm. Well, and another problem was um, their communication, the Marconi lines. So, like, that was, like, a brand new innovation for the time. Was, they're one of the first, as the, as, dee, 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 they're one of the they, first people to send an SOS, right? Yeah, yeah, they, it's not like they were the first to use Marconi because there was like CQD right. or like, you know, before, mm -hmm. um, but they had, you know, it was like the new cool thing. It was like, basically imagine the only way 2000 people can communicate with the outside world is through Snapchat, but only one person Snapchat. <laughs> And so hell. What you're describing <laughs> yeah. to me is hell. Exactly. Unless I can control so, the Snapchat. But it was like this new cool thing that everyone wanted to send messages to people on land being like, hey, I'm on Titanic. Isn't it super cool? LOL. Look at me. <laughs> Essentially. Or like businessmen like sending out messages like sell. Yeah. Like buy. Uh, sell that, those stocks tomorrow. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> <laughs> 
That's my old timey rich man voice. Yeah, you're probably about right. It sounds right to me. Okay. I, you know, as a historian, I can endorse that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So there's all these messages, and there's um, on, Tita- on Titanic, they were lucky enough to have two uh, operators mm-hmm. of this Marconi thing. Uh, on a lot of other ships, there's only one person responsible for sending out all of these messages and receiving all the messages, too. Ugh, exhausting. So it's like a flood of messages through, like, a tiny straw. <laughs> and they just got super backed up to the point that, like, on the on the night of the 14th, um, the, the closest ship to them, the Californian, sent them a message to say, hey, we're stopped for the night because of ice. You got, we, we think you guys are nearby, so you might want to also stop because yes, of ice. fucking ice. And literally the, the man in, you know, on Titanic uh, just, like, snapped at him and was like, hey, dude, I'm trying to do my work. Can you not? Like, <laughs> <laughs> and then the guy in the California was like, all right, fam, whatever. Like, wow. I'm getting really into the Snapchat metaphor. <laughs> So, yeah, the Californian guy just, like... Fine, fuck you, too. Yeah, he had been working... The next day, when he was, like, and everybody drowned, he was, like, good. (laughs) Fuck that guy. Fuck that guy. Yeah, he uh, had worked, like, five 14-hour days in a row, so he's, like, I'm going to bed. (laughs) Where I'm going to die. So did ever. No, 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 the the guy on the other ship. Oh. Oh. Yeah. Sure, sure, sure. So he, like, shut things down. He's like, whatever, I warned him. Yeah, peace in your crease. And, yeah, that's the story with a lot of those... freezing to death. A lot of those ice warnings just, like, didn't make it through. Or, like, if they did, uh, Captain Smith was like, I don't care. I know what I'm doing. This was his last... Right, uh, I've made this voyage 10,000 times. Yeah, this was literally supposed to be his last voyage before retirement. Right. Hubris. Yeah. Hubris every time. Hubris and also just like so much backlog of yeah superfluous. This is this is the real reason they tell you to turn your phone off on an airplane. <laughs> we want to get one message and it needs to be the important ones. Yeah. Um. So eventually, you know, we strike the iceberg mm-hmm. right after Kate and Leo fuck in the car. <laughs> yeah. Which um, can I just say, like, I I cannot believe the number of times I had to break it to people that they were not real. No. It's an upsetting number of times that I had to do this. To, like, just... They would come in and like ask Jack me... Like Jack Dawson and Rose DeWitt Buchanan. Yeah, people would come in after, like, going through the exhibit, and they'd be like, hey, I, I didn't see uh, Jack and Rose's names on, this, on the survivor wall. I can't... It was upsetting. I would have been fucking... Fe- All right, guys, everybody who's listening to this, in case you don't know, Jack and Rose and Cal... Are not real. They're not real. They're not fucking real. All of the background characters are right. Pretty much the unsinkable is... Molly Brown, who is you know mm-hmm. my hero, which nobody called Molly in her lifetime. Right. No, that, that was, was based wrong. on a movie title, right? They eventually, yeah, yeah. Um, and P.S. I'm perfectly cast for it. So if anybody ever wants to set me up with that, that I'm ready to awesome. go. Right? Wouldn't I be perfect? Yes. <laughs> like that's probably my previous life, honestly. Yeah. Um. So yeah, she's real. They're real. Jack and Rose are not real. And mm-hmm. listen to this podcast and know that in your heart that they are not real. And it's okay if you thought that, but please don't ever tell anybody you thought that. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> okay. Rant over. <laughs> There's my PSA. Um, I guess I do remember you telling me that some people thought they were real, but I kind of like, it you, was early you days. You repressed that memory, I'm It was sure. early days in our friendship and you I just sort of wanna... thought you were yanking my chain. No, that's 100% true. I hate people. Mm-hmm. It's fine. They just, there just needs to be more history teachers. I literally also like... 
um, to our shame, we sold the like fake Heart of the Ocean necklace, which <laughs> I mean, I guess you just got to go where capitalism right. is leading Absolutely. you. <laughs> but Ayn I ran swear the to God that I that one customer found it and I overheard this. Oh, look, there's the star of the ocean that uh, King Louis gave to his wife, Empress Josephine. And I just wanted to die. I just, I just wanted to just, I just wanted to like, first Um, of all, you're looking at it. It's literally heart shaped. Right. (laughs) You dumbass piece of shit. No, Second of all, fine. watch the movie. Just like, sit down and watch the movie. I recognize it's been 15 years. Watch it again. Like, it doesn't matter, really, because it's not real, but... But also, it does matter. Get it right. And it does matter. Yes. Um, anyway. Okay, so now that we're done ranting... So we're back to... Just, like, everybody <laughs> pretend to be smarter than you are. Like, just fake it till you make it. Fake it till you make it for real. <sighs> when I was a cheerleader, that's what our coach used to tell us all the time. Fake it till you make it. Mm-hmm. I was a cheerleader, by the way. Yeah. I think we've gotten over this. So fucking shocking. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so. Ship okay, sinks. let me tell you. No, no, no. We're not there yet. Oh, okay. I'm I don't want to be there yet. <laughs> I'm not ready. <laughs> so, so. TikTok, motherfucker. We are going to get there eventually. Right. I know. We're getting, we're getting there. Um, so uh, 1140 p.m. The lookout fleet is uh, standing in the lookout, looking out on things. Very Frederick calm fleet sea. is his name. Yep. And uh, about, he sees an iceberg approach. Iceberg, right ahead. Calls the bridge, uh, first officer, I don't know, no, not first, I don't know, Murdoch answers the phone. Exactly how it happens, in, basically exactly yeah. how it happens. In Look, the movie. James Cameron is no slouch, man. He mm-hmm. did his fucking research. He really did. He, like, you mm-hmm. should respect him. I recognize he later made the Andromeda movie, what was it called? With Avatar. the blue people. <laughs> that one i recognize that but he also made this fine fine film and it is a fine fine film it is it is very good um and i will fucking fight anybody who says otherwise so essentially he had 30 seconds between seeing it for the first time and it hitting which is not Not a lot of time. time yeah um and so mistakes were made basically Mistakes. <laughs> that's the perfect. That's what we should call this episode title. <laughs> Titanic. Mistakes were made. Yeah. All right. There we go. All right. Sorry. We, uh, you'll hear this when you edit it. Yeah. Um. So because <laughs> mistakes no, be- were made. Understatement of the year. Yeah. Because <laughs> essentially, Murdoch had uh, a couple of choices. He could try a, what was called a crash stop, which they did try when they're doing their sea trials, uh-huh. um, which means that essentially as it like, like when you're driving a car, if you shift directly from drive to reverse, that's really bad for right. a car. Uh, you can do the same thing that will fuck up your transmission. And it's really funny to watch somebody to do when they're drunk. Oh God. We'll put a pin in that. My yeah. friend Justin did that in high school. He was that's, like, look what I can do. That's bad. And you that's, shouldn't do that. You shouldn't do that if you want to continue to drive that car. Yeah, that transmission fell right um, out of his brand new muscle. However, if you if it is an emergency situation and you do have to stop, that's the fastest way to come to a complete stop. Yeah, and fuck ship. up your engine. That's and a they, good way. And they tried that. They did do a test of that when they were testing it. And it took, like, I think at least three lengths of the ship to stop. Uh-huh. Uh, I don't think that would have, like, avoided anything. Right. But what really he should have done 
was hit it head on. Yep. Uh, everybody, if you live in Michigan um, or any place where there are deer, if you cannot avoid hitting the deer, mm-hmm. fucking hit the deer. Aim between either the aim for the shoulder uh, by the head and just take that deer out. That is your best option for not getting hurt. Really? What happens is that humans don't want to hit the deer. Mm-hmm. And so they swerve and they end up going into trees. Mm. And trees kill people. Yeah. <laughs> um, deer, less so. So, Although the number of stories I've heard about, like, deer coming through your windshield and then, yeah, like, still being alive. Right. That's why you're aiming for the head and the shoulder. You want to take it out at the neck. Yeah. But that's, this hard is hard to do with a car. My dad... No, not really. I mean, like, um, aiming crack like literally everything you do in a car is aiming a car oh like okay you just drive it you drive it into the deer all right, all right, all right i'm not telling you to like accelerate or anything but if you cannot avoid hitting the deer hit it so that deer dies so okay deer dies so much like deer if you're approaching an iceberg <laughs> hit it straight on yeah absolutely because uh you are uh, people would have died it's yeah, true either way uh, it would have sucked to be in the front of the ship yup but a lot fewer people would have died um but and the boat would have stayed afloat and it long enough for help to come exactly they would have they would have stayed afloat they would have just had someone come and tow them back to new york with all the crunched up bodies in the hole which would have been a bummer but it would have been a lot better than what did happen but uh no disrespect to officer murdoch because he had like two seconds to decide what to do of course so you know what and murdoch doesn't survive so yeah. So, you know, no disrespect. Also, he's that's the, the okay, one of the main beefs that I have with the movie is he's he's the one who later shoots his burns out. Yeah. Yeah. Which did not happen. Yeah. I like that so. movie makes him look like kind of a dick because he like he does shoot that one Jack's friend. Oh, yeah, the Irish, the Irish guy, Tommy. Guy. Yeah, he shoots that guy he and then, hot. like, is upset and then shoots himself. That didn't happen. Right. He was a very nice and heroic man. Yeah. So, <laughs> like, that movie makes him look like a dick. It's, yeah, bureaucracy in the face of emergency is never going to be received well. Yeah. Um, and so I'm sure James Cameron was kind of playing that up. Yeah. yeah. Um, but. You gotta, you for the drama. Yeah. I understand. But, like. So, but he didn't have point. the peaceful death of taking a bullet between the eyeballs. Um, yeah. Trigger warning, everybody. Yeah. <laughs> there, there was a rumor that someone did shoot. Like, someone said that either they saw someone shoot themselves or heard a gunshot, which it's possible that they just, like, fired it in the air to, Well, like, and possibly some of the first-class men who were armed, mm-hmm. um, knowing what their end was going to be, yes, they may have I taken their own life. I would totally do that, too. Yeah, I would much rather... Take a bullet to the brain. I mean, like, this is getting really dark, but that's, like, kind of well, what happened in 9-11. Like, yeah, when people jumped. when people jumped. And you know what? Those people were not cowards. Exactly. That is, yeah. to face down a 3,000-foot jump Jesus. and be willing to go. Yeah. That is not cowardice. No. Um. So that's fucking dark. Yeah. But listen, you're the, you're the one who's like, let's talk about Titanic. Well, like, this is like, never going to be cheery. What is our whole fucking podcast about? Next time we do an death. episode, let's like t- let's do like haunted puppies or something. Oh, but that's like dead dogs. <laughs> no, not haunting puppies. Haunted puppies. <gasps> puppies who are scared of things. Oh, okay, that is kind of adorable. my dog. So my house was haunted. Our dining room specifically was haunted. And my dog, Bo, who was a huge poodle, uh-huh. hated walking through the dining room. He would prefer to be carried from the living room to the kitchen and then put That's down. That's adorable and terrifying. Yeah. Our um, our cat, Chessie, hated... She would walk across the edge of the dining no, room, would never walk I through the I don't like that. Um, my cat, Orion, I think I told you this, mm-hmm. got pulled backwards 
from the kitchen into the dining room oh, about three feet. I have no idea what took him. Oh, my God. It was the scariest shit I've ever oh seen. Oh, my God. Yeah. So that house was haunted. But the lady we bought it from, she died. She hated cats. Oh. So we think it's her. Yeah, probably. Anyway. Gert. Um, What's her name? Gert? I can't remember. It doesn't. It doesn't, doesn't matter. She went to our church. She was a nice lady. Anyway, back to, like back to Titanic. Um, it's also likely that if they had been going like two knots slower... They, they would have had more time. They would have narrowly missed the iceberg, which is fun. Hubris. Yep. <laughs> so, yeah. I literally have written in my notes, do, 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 bunch of tragedy. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, yeah. So, the ship sinks. La, 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 la. It's basically essentially what happens in the movie, right. except for Officer Murdoch. Poor dude. Um, and, you know, the Jack and Rose stuff. Um so they're all in the in the boats. Well, not them all. <laughs> all is not the word there, Jen. <laughs> Very much not all. <laughs> well, uh, how many people made it into the boats? Like seven hundred and fifty. Uh, have it written down somewhere. Of course you do. You're so thorough. Oh, I have it. Seven hundred and six survivors. Thank you. Heyo. Yep, seven hundred and six people leaving about. Um, oh, I have seven hundred and twelve people total. That might be including people they pulled from the water. Sure. Um, but that... Oh, yeah. Six came out of the water. <laughs> Six. <laughs> We're just going to do a live reenactment. I am so prepared. Movie. When I... Listen. <laughs> listen. Okay. That movie was important to me. My father went out at midnight to get me the t-shirt and the double VHS. And he like... I have... It from yeah, me. I have that VHS. Yeah, set. of course you do. And I watched it. Literally every day after school for like six months. I love that. I, my dad took me to see that movie three times in theaters. We both got something different out of it. <laughs> but That's uncomfortable. Whatever. Me and my dad are great. <laughs> um, yeah. So it's, oh, I can totally reenact that movie anytime you want. Yeah. Me too. <laughs> okay. Keep going. Anyway. Uh, so yeah, that leaves about 1500 people dead in the water. Which... Can you imagine? Yeah, well, and also just, like, um, the the descriptions of, like, the just shrieking and wailing. Yeah. Slowly. And then everybody getting quiet. Quieting down. <sighs> um, and, and, of course, you know, they were terrified to go back. They couldn't mm-hmm. save these people because they're right. They would have swamped a lot of the boats and more people yeah. would have died. Yeah. Uh, and hard decisions are sometimes the right decisions. Yeah, it's just, like, I... You know, I'm so obsessed with this topic and I, I love learning about it and love reading about it. And then I always get to this part and it always just like sinks in afresh that like sinks. I'm sorry. Sorry. Sorry, everybody. <laughs> yeah, that, that it's just so hit, many yeah. people died. That's this is roughly like so many. People. Imagine like what, two of your high school? How many people were in your high school? How many people were in about that many? Yeah. Like so, basically my entire so high your entire then. high school just gone one night. I mean, some of them I it would have taken 10 of my high schools, but yes. <laughs> um, yeah, so can you even imagine? It's just, yeah, it's really, yeah. Every time I read that number, I'm just like, that's so many people. Well, and again, think about the energy of those people dying, too. I mean, like, it's so traumatic. It's That water would be painful. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not just cold fucking water. Yeah. You know, it's... And then they just, like, like it took um, a while for... Like, some bodies didn't sink because they were wearing, wearing life jackets. Life jackets. Um, 
And so, like, there was a ship that, like, went past, like, a day or two later that saw a bunch of them floating. Really? Yeah. I did not know that. I don't, I didn't write down the name of it. Of course, the Carpathia is the one who, who took yeah, in the, the Carpathia, those in the so they were, like, so the ship sunk at 2.20 a.m. That's when, it, like, finally all of it was underwater. Was under. And then that left the 712 people, um... That survived in the lifeboats until about 4 a.m. Right. When the Carpathia arrived. Awful. And a lot of them didn't know that any ships were coming. In fact, most of them didn't know. Right. So they just thought, like, this is it. We're just going to, like, can you, like, you don't know that you're safe necessarily. You think, okay, I'm just going to sit here and freeze and starve to death. Like, Waiting for an absolution? <laughs> essentially. Yeah. <laughs> um, and, and knowing that you would have known people in the water, too. You yeah. don't know who else is in these lifeboats. Like, your husband mm-hmm. might be over there, your sons, yeah. uh, your cousins, if you're in Downton Abbey. Um, <laughs> yes. So, yeah, it's, I mean, just talk about the, the immense trauma. And, of course, that would lead to a haunting. Mm-hmm. You know, this podcast is called This Podcast is Haunted, not Learning Things with Kate and Jen. So, <laughs> Learning um, Club. That, although that would be fun. Second podcast when you're done with grad school. Yeah. Let's do Learning Club. Okay. Um, so, so when people die traumatic deaths, a great deal of energy is uh, exuded, and that's often what gives you hauntings. Mm-hmm. Um, and Titanic's no different. Uh, there are... Many, many, many reported Titanic hauntings. Um, it's uh, effectively some of these people had the exact same trauma as being murdered, mm-hmm. and so you can imagine why that would leave kind of an, uh, a stain. Mm-hmm. Um, but a lot of that's uh, interesting to me because um, we don't. They could be haunting the actual ship, but we don't know because right. we'll it's never, at the bottom know. of the ocean. But like that doesn't affect us. Like a lot of ghosts are kind of tied like to a location, so it's curious that like most of the stories that do exist um, involve the artifacts that have been brought up. Well, let me start with possibly the ship being haunted itself at oh, the bottom really? of the ocean. Yes. Okay. Um, ever since 1912, mm-hmm. uh, people who are crossing over the rough area. You know, right about, not rough like it's physically rough. Like yeah, 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 yeah. Roughly the area where Titanic sunk, um, they'll have, they'll they'll see unexplained orbs. Like, see them okay. physically with okay. their eye holes, because yeah, I could see you being talk defensive. about orbs. <laughs> <clears throat> so they see unexplained orbs, they see unexplained light um, coming from the water, coming out of the water. Uh, and then there's also a great deal of radio interference. Interesting. Yes. Um, most... Uh, disturbing to me, um, they get noises through radio headphones. Mm-hmm. Even today, with mm-hmm. with modern digital radios, um, they're getting noises like shouts for help. Oh my god! And occasionally, what they will get an SOS signal. <gasps> Fuck! I know. Really? Yes. I didn't know this. Those are reported. Oh my god! So every so often, they'll get these uh, disturbances, even still today. Oh my god! So possibly the ship, yes, is also haunted. But of course, also, <laughs> you know. All of Titanic was imbued with this energy. So much uh-huh. energy has been focused on Titanic. I mean, yeah. it, it changed maritime law all over the world. Yeah. You know, we've had court cases. I think, what, four cases in British court about Titanic? Yeah, there were, I mean, there are hearings on both sides, and there are laws passed. Um, interest, fun fact, there. I mean, they finally did pass laws saying you have to have enough lifeboats for everyone aboard. But because it's not hardly any ships were outfitted at that time right. with enough lifeboats like that caused some problems famously the 
I forget what the letters are before it, but the Eastland, um, USS or whatever, I don't know, was um, going, like traveling on Lake Michigan and going up the Chicago River. Something happened, but the weight of the new oh, lifeboats what, sorry, yes, that's the caused Eastland. it to tip, tip over, over. Yes, in um, the middle of Chicago, basically. and it and it much like the Arizona, the sinking of the Arizona during mm-hmm. World, during the bombing of Pearl Harbor, people were trapped in yeah. air bubbles underneath the water. Yeah, um, and it was, I mean, just talk about a horrific, horrific end. Mm-hmm. They could not evacuate all the people. The weight of that new lifeboat, yep, the, not that those new yeah. lifeboats, it was top heavy, top basically. heavy. I am, oh. That one, that Which one is, actually sends a great deal of chills. They they died very publicly. Mm-hmm. You know, there were crowds all around trying to save these yeah. people, and nothing could be done. That's like re- hugely traumatic, even to see yeah. that happen. Absolutely. Um, so, in addition to things like that, um, artifacts have now been pulled up mm-hmm. off the and ocean's are floor. on exhibit all across America. All across America, <laughs> and I uh, shamelessly own one of the coal necklaces. Oh, you do? I do. Yeah. Judge so me it's later. really you don't own one? I don't. I'm surprised by that. Maybe I'll I, give you mine when you go away to school. It's I don't I don't know. Take a piece so, of my heart yeah, with you, Jen. Yeah, there is so much coal aboard Titanic that that is like the one uh, authentic artifact that you can actually purchase, mm-hmm. and it's only like you know the size of like a uh, pencil eraser. If yeah, that. yeah, yeah. So um, they they do they brought up tons of coal and turned it into little necklaces, and I totally own one, and you can judge me all you want. I don't care. <laughs> um, so. Uh, the artifacts, you know, that the, some of the, some of the, sometimes we come up with this in museum life. We talk about artifacts that were made dear by use. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's not, you know, if there's a house fire, mm-hmm. you know, you're upset that your priceless china is gone, but also your mother's Tupperware mixing bowl that she made cookies with you as a kid. Yeah. On paper, that mixing bowl is worth maybe two fifty, mm-hmm. um, but it was made dear by use. Exactly. So these yeah. common everyday artifacts uh, still hold a huge emotional um, thing for these spirits who might still be haunting us. Which is why I think so many of the Titanic exhibits around the world are mm-hmm. haunted. Um, there's, uh, you know, the show Ghost of Hunters. <laughs> yeah, our dear friends at Ghost I, Hunters. I I did not watch. I wanted to find the episode. But it, I believe it's, what, season five, episode six? Because I totally looked it up. <laughs> you know more about it than I do. Um, it just I, I always liked that show, though, so mm-hmm. that's good. Uh, although, you know, my favorite was Most Haunted. So Yeah, I think that one's better. It's, I mean, yeah. Um, so Ghost Hunters uh, went to a Georgia aquarium mm-hmm. that has a number of these artifacts on exhibit. Okay. And uh, they got... Uh, EVP, our favorite, yeah. which scared the shit out of us. Which, yeah, they're totally fun to listen to, but now, like, I'm a little more scared. I know. Out. The more we go, the farther we go, the more we grow. That's yeah. fine. Yeah. Um, so the EVP that they have, the voice is saying, no, please wait. Uh-huh. And I can understand why that would be said. Yep. Um, mm-hmm. They also have um, a haunting, a full body apparition mm-hmm. in Las Vegas. Two of them. Okay, yeah, I heard about this. Okay, one of them's tiny. So it's a lady uh, who is wearing the appropriate garb for the 1910s, walking down the recreation of the Grand Staircase at the Luxor Hotel. Guys, if you ever get out to Las Vegas, (laughs) uh, you should totally go to the Luxor Hotel. Jen. What? We should go to Vegas together (laughs) and go see that. Okay, that should be like our seven-year anniversary. Okay. Okay. It's the only reason you want to go. To Vegas? Yeah. yeah. Just to see that. Do you know how many good shows they have there? Well, Celine, right. Jennifer. Okay. Celine. Well, just like, we can go the whole pay time. our fucking respects. Just get super drunk and just go, Marble, come on! 
episode? Yeah. Yeah, we will. If you think we won't do that, you're insane. Okay. That's okay. All right, fine. Um, all right. So there's the lady on the Luxor steps. She mm-hmm. appears walking down the Luxor steps. She appeared to people who were working the exhibit, mm-hmm. kind of like we used to. Um, more interesting to me uh-huh. is the ghost of Frederick Fleet. Who you remember, yes. he was the one who saw the actual he iceberg. Look out. Now, here's the thing about Fleet. Mm-hmm. He survived. Yeah. He okay. was forced into one of the lifeboats. He was told to row. Row, yeah. Now, being a male survivor of Titanic was not a glamorous thing. No, it really mm-hmm. fucked your reputation over. Yep. Men who survived Titanic were called cowards. They mm-hmm. were debased in the streets. People yelled at them. Um, and so... Frederick Fleet had a really rough fucking life. Mm-hmm. <laughs> His life after 1912 yeah. did not improve, like, and he continued on. Yeah, a lot of them ended up committing suicide. Yes. Um, Frederick Fleet didn't, uh, mm-hmm. I, uh, right away. Um, <laughs> Immediately. Hashtag. He, um, he, he was married to a woman. Um, it's possible she committed suicide. I didn't look too far into her death. Okay. But it, um, she died right around Christmas of 1964. Mm-hmm. So we're quite a bit past Titanic here. Yeah. Uh, after that point in time, his brother-in-law, who owned the house they were living in, mm-hmm. um, kicked him out. Mm-hmm. So there might have been other personal details there. Yeah. And Fleet went on to I hang mean, himself. I mean, I'm sure he, like... Didn't have a great mental state. No. Like that entire time. No. And, you know, other things happened in lives too. It might not have only been Titanic. Yeah. But I'm sorry, I talked over. He hung himself. He hung himself. He in hanged the back himself. <laughs> sorry. I'm just never going to say it he that way. He hanged himself. I don't like it. I'm going to say hung. Okay. <laughs> okay. So, uh, my hung. least favorite way to die. <laughs> yes. I'm sorry. Um, uh, trigger warning also Legion the first couple scenes in Legion when really I've got I'm trying to get Jen addicted to my new show uh, it's called Legion and it's I'm, got that hottie Dan Stevens I mean I'll watch it you should watch but like in the first scene he like tries to kill himself that's upsetting yeah okay. but he gets over it okay <laughs> okay so um, Frederick Fleet kills himself and uh, in 1964 and now he is seen walking the promenade deck in Luxor interesting watching over the ship again okay now, okay, uh, with both of these, this these are reproduction. Like, no, the Luxor has most of the... Oh, 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 oh the like, reproduction. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, they, I mean, they have, like, real artifacts, but, and like... And they do have a segment of the of the outer bulkhead. Okay, yeah. But, but so it's, that's it's interesting to me that, like, you know, that woman walks down the staircase because that's not... It just, it just looks like it. It's not right. the real... No right. part of it is real. But the energy, I think, is still there. Okay. Especially... Think about think about a prayer wheel, um, or like um, mm-hmm. a stone in a stream. Uh-huh. It's constantly getting the energy of that water running over it, or the wheel spinning. Okay. Um, and so, tourists mm-hmm. leave trails of energy as well. Yeah. And so, think about the number of people coming to see this exhibit in Las Vegas, yeah. and they have all of this energy focused on Titanic. Mm-hmm. Don't you think it'd be possible for a spirit to kind of subsist on that energy? Yeah, potentially, I guess. Yeah. So I, th- I think that's what's happening there. Okay. Um, you know, in my non-expert no ex- opinion. <laughs> yeah, I'm not an expert in this. So. Uh, now I'm going to tell you my fucking favorite one. Oh, okay. Uh, second favorite. I'll end on my favorite favorite, but this one I just think is just desserts. Okay. So they have a number of portraits mm-hmm. at the Luxor. Uh, and um, they're all, you know, the big players. Yeah. So, you know, the, the wealthy people who went down with the ship, the people who owned the ship, things mm-hmm. like that. One of the portraits mm-hmm. is of dear old Brucey, Bruce yeah. Ismay, yeah. Uh, representative of the White Star Line, whose hubris definitely played a part in Titanic. It did play a part. I think um, he was definitely one of those 
surviving men that like really suffered eh. from I mean it de- it depends on where you are because like I think you're playing into that too it's like they're Americans hated him yes. afterwards um and he was just like trashed in the press and um he, he had he had to be a part of hearings and everything and he went back to England and they kind of like felt bad for him there which like I guess he had some kind of respite from the like onslaught of hatred but it's like which is amazing to me because typically the British newspapers are, are less kind <laughs> yeah I know they're garbage but <laughs> um no offense England uh, no no offense England your newspapers are not great like the BBC is good, but the BBC like, is good. I like the BBC. Yeah, the Daily Mail. We allow Piers Morgan is a piece of garbage. Yeah, Piers, Mor- Piers Morgan can suck my fat dick. Mm-hmm. I hate that guy. Yeah, but we also have Bill O'Reilly. So well, okay, yeah, but we have like other news networks that aren't. We do we are more a lot more reputable. Yes, <laughs> uh, and you know we also have also Bill O'Reilly might be done. <laughs> Yeah, he, like, that would be went exciting. On vacation. Forever. Good. Suck that. I hope that guy yep. chokes on a dick. <laughs> um, so anyway, so um, at the Luxor, uh, workers would come in and they would find Bruce Ismay's portrait on the floor. Really? And so they went back and they looked at the videotape mm-hmm. uh, that streams all night. Yeah. And what they see is the video t- is the only the Bruce Ismay one shaking oh uncontrollably oh. and then flying on the my floor. My God! Yes. What? Yes. Is that video available to see? I, let's try and find it. Oh God. We'll post it. We'll, we'll post it when we post that. Because we like uh, as as someone who's worked in the museum field and put up exhibits, uh-huh. like there's a lot of shoddy material involved. Right. Sometimes, sometimes you so, cut corners. Like I could totally see that. Like they just had to use this kind of shitty tape because it's, but the shaking. Exactly. Yeah. The shaking is where it gets me. Like right. I could totally see a, a painting falling down repeatedly because of shoddy material. It happens all the time. Were you there when the slavery exhibit kept falling over? No. Yeah. But, we had like a huge tableau yeah. uh, of slaves being loaded onto a ship. Just fall fucking over. It hit somebody. Oh, it hit someone? <laughs> yeah, I think so. If I remember correctly. Yeah. We've had... Uh, so the Ford Museum just got redone. Uh-huh. And... They had like multiple heavy panels fall. Mm. It didn't. I don't think any of them hit people. But Thank like you, we were downstairs, and you just hear this like Thunk. thunderous like, and it was like a sixty to a hundred pound panel just like falling. Jesus. Uh, yeah. So beware. <laughs> beware. Already, you ready for my favorite one? Yeah. Okay. This is this is not somebody who went down with the ship, but it was somebody who was dying. Okay. It was a young girl. She was Scottish, and she mm-hmm. had a deathbed prediction no. of Titanic the <sighs> night before she sank. Uh, Where, the, do you have deets? Yes. The girl's name was Jessie Sayre, S-A-Y-R-E, okay. um, and she was delirious, mm-hmm. uh, approaching death, mm-hmm. and she predicted, you know, she just started kind of rambling about a mm-hmm. giant ship is going to sink, oh and God. a man named Wally with a violin is going to die. Oh my god. Very famously the violin of Wally Hartley. Yeah. Who is the leader of the band that played on. Yeah. Which did you hear that they found it? They found the violin? They found the violin. Oh my god. Yeah. Um just after what, like twenty thirteen, something like that? Wow. Somebody was like had this waterlogged Stradivarius or whatever and they were like, Well, you know, it has WH um allegedly this Oh, okay, so it has ocean. his initials. And it's they authenticated it. It's Yee! the real deal. Oh we'll God. see if we can't post an article about that too. That's amazing. So deathbed predictions of Titanic. That's interesting because um 
there were a lot of premonitions and predictions of Titanic. Like there were more than a couple people who had tickets to be on Titanic and either they themselves or like relatives of them like woke up the night before don't get on the plane and like yeah that, exactly that sort of and i mean like that happens to people in planes sometimes but right. like the number of people that this happened to is kind of like the eerie is kind of yeah it's the most eerie thing like i i don't know i i tend to be a little skeptical of like the Everything. lady on the staircase right. like i don't know i mean maybe but yeah but like it, it weirds me out when people, like, write, like, make a point to not do a thing and then that thing happens. Right. And, like, but what's the weirdest of all the premonitions was a book published in 1898 called, uh, what is it called? Fatility. Futility. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not the only one up past my bedtime, it's huh, Jen? Futility. Uh, and it is about a large steamer, the largest steamer ship in the world called oh. the Titan. Uh oh. <laughs> who was sailing their maiden voyage across the Atlantic. Fuck off. When they hit an iceberg in April in near Greenland and sank. Um, killing about 1,500 of its passengers. You can fuck right off with all of I that. I am not joking at all. The author is Morgan Robertson. And, yeah, it's... Also, there are stats about the size of it listed in the book. Um, Titan was 800 feet. Titanic was 882. Uh, and a half. And a, and a half. <laughs> yes. Their top speed of the Titan... Well, both of them were 25 knots. A number of passengers on the Titan was 2,000. Titanic, 2,200. Uh, it, it goes on. Uh, <laughs> so, like, even it, the side of the even the side of the ship that the iceberg hit the was iceberg. the same. My God, yeah. see, that's just absurd to me. Yeah, you know, and and predictions, man, they give me goosebumps. Yeah, <laughs> and this was published nine years before Titanic was even designed on paper. Do you think somebody was inspired by this? That's like that's a good point. Like there's a chance someone read that book and then it like kind of like stuck in their head. Yeah. yeah. But I'm not sure if I if I were a ship designer and I read a book about a huge ship sinking in a book called Futility that I would be like that's a great idea. I'm going to keep this store that shit away. <laughs> yeah, gonna... but a lot of the things we do is subconscious. Yeah. Like my coworker friend Abby started working with us mm -hmm. and she bends her index fingers when mm -hmm. she talks and now I find myself kind of bending my index fingers when I talk. Ooh. Um so we pick up a lot of things from the people around us. It's just ape behavior. Yeah. yeah. Um yeah, that's cool though. Mm -hmm. I mean, also not cool. <laughs> yeah, I, I, it's probably not like a great book, but I'm well, tempted I to mean, like find it. And, I know it's probably not very exciting. No, <laughs> it's Victorian novels tend to not be great. They're not great. That's but it's so weird. God. Also, um, there's just there's I want to just like there's so much of what happened like in the immediate aftermath is just so. It just reminds me that things never change. Like. <laughs> As soon as people heard about it, they were just all over it. It was a media circus. Uh, Senator, what's his name? William Alden Smith of Michigan. Hey. Yeah. Traveled, like dropped everything he was doing, like even before they arrived on the Carpathia and traveled to New York City to start 
uh, hearings on it, be- basically because he was like, this is my chance <laughs> to make it big. Well, and, you know, uh, at that point in time, Michigan was still a leader in shipping. Mm-hmm. Um, so what affected the ocean affected the Great Lakes in a big way. Yeah. Um, there, there were a lot of sinkings. Yeah. If you guys ever really want to bum yourselves out, read about the Alpina. <laughs> yeah. I mean, there's just, there's a lot of tragic shipwrecks in history. I fucking love shipwrecks. Lusitania. <sighs> <laughs> anyway. Uh, yeah. So most of, they did send a ship out to recover as many bodies as they could a few days afterwards. Uh, they ended up uh, recovering 306 bodies altogether. Of the... Of the 1,500 who 1500, went in. 1,500, yeah. Well, a lot of bodies would have gone down on the physical ship. A lot of them sank. Um, they weren't wearing life jackets or whatever, or they were in the ship. Um, so the And then there were also a lot that were, like, too far deteriorated to really... Like, they pulled some out, and they're like, oh, no, never mind. And they, like, buried them really? at sea. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Um, fifth, How no, many days gone were they? Because you'd think they would be fairly well preserved in it was ice a, cold water. It was about a week. Oh, yeah, that's not good. And it gets sunny, so that's not it great. Does. Yeah. Um, so yeah, 116 and birds, seabirds, man. Seabirds can eat a lot of shit. Yeah, 116 bodies were reburied at sea. Um, God Almighty. Yeah, which is also they that ship like left with a hundred coffins, and recovered 306 bodies. And so um, some of them, the ones that were in good condition and that were recognizable were embalmed immediately and put in coffins. And then there's a lot of, like, classist bullshit where, like, the rich people were put in coffins, like, right. you know, John Jacob Astor. Who, do you know how they recognized him? His clothes, pocket His wallet. wallet. He had so many different That's variety right. of bills, and he had, what, 1,500 or something on him? Yeah. It could be nobody else. Yeah. The richest man. <sighs> hubris. No. Um, <laughs> For real. Yeah. Hashtag hubris. Hashtag hubris. Yeah. So like if you're sinking in a ship in the North Atlantic well, and nobody's making space for you on a lifeboat because you have a dick and your instinct is to go back and grab $1,500. Is that what happened though? Is that like, it's possible like he thought he'd make it off. And so he was like, I need to take whatever valuables I have right. because this is going down, down to the you know bottom of the ocean. If he even knew that, like right. so many people didn't realize that was happening until it was too late. For real. I think the I think the band is the one that bums me out the most. Yeah, I mean, there's just something so like stoic and like tragic about knowing, knowingly facing your death and like continuing to. I mean, it's like doing what you can to call. It's others. like what a lot of soldiers have done too. Yeah. And it's just yeah, it's really. But also the sad. medium of music. Yeah, is, trying to calm people down. Well, calm people down and express some joy or sorrow in mm-hmm. your last moments, like. To be able to express anything other than abject terror mm-hmm. is is heroic. Yeah. You know, if you get to make a last, like, I'll start crying. Like No, I, I, I like, can, as much as I've just, like, poured over this information, like, for decades. It's like, still very it, touching. It still gets to me. Yeah. Uh, if you, Again, um, the Alpina, the Ironsides, mm-hmm. you, uh, these are great lakes, shipwrecks. Yeah. Um, if you read about them, you won't quite remember things the same way so so the alpina was uh captained by um a man named napier mm-hmm. and napier is the main road in benton harbor named okay. for him mm-hmm. and when i learned that 
what, two years ago, I've never driven that road quite the same. Yeah. Like, I just think about him and yeah. just sort of fixate on, on the horrific way he died. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, this is a fucking bummer. This is right up there with cannibalism, Jen. Well, we cannot. I want to... No, I want to... Uh, there's a lot of um, really interesting stories to be found. Basically, there's just so many individuals with amazing stories. Like, uh, one of the stewardesses, Violet Jessup... Is, was a badass. She survived the Titanic and continued to sail on White Star Line ships. Um, when World War One hit, she was on... Uh, so the third ship that was being built, the Gigantic, mm-hmm. after Titanic sunk, they are like, we need to rebrand. So they called it the Britannic. Oh, right. Um, and during World War One, that became a hospital ship. Mm-hmm. And she served on that as a nurse stewardess, and that also sank, and she also survived that sinking. Motherfucker. So she's unsinkable. Good for her. Yeah. She's really cool. Um, And then Dorothy Gibson was a silent movie star. Yes. And survived the Titanic. I wonder if she knew Olive. Yeah, I don't know. She might have. That's funny. Yeah. So she survived Titanic, and then a month later co-wrote and starred in a one real silent movie called Saved from the Titanic, where she wore the same dress she wore that night. That's crazy. Yeah, I can't imagine doing that. Uh, <laughs> That's a little I've insane. So I've never actually seen the the that, silent film version of Titanic? That's because it doesn't exist anymore. Oh, nobody can find it? Yeah, it all copies were destroyed somehow. Not on Ooh. purpose, but like... Yeah, you just lose things over time. Yeah. Wow, shit. Yeah. <laughs> That's a real shame. I know. I really wish. I love silent films. But what, um, the movie that came out in 58, I think that's a night to remember. Yep. That movie um, had a lot of actual survivors as consultants on that film. Really? Yeah. How cool. Yeah. I, I guess that would only be 40 years before. Yeah, so it's, there were a lot of people still around and still alive. It would alive. be like us discussing Kent State with people. Yeah. Except for with a much we smaller... There. Right. And alive at that Not, time. No, like the people who were there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Us yeah, yeah. Okay, cool, 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 cool. Okay. <laughs> I was like, I thought you meant like us. Yes, Jen. Us in our time machines. Talking we're going to go back to Kent State. I would 10,000% have gotten shot. Are you kidding me? I, I I, probably, as a coward, would have used you as a shield. <laughs> so, all right. So this has been a bummer. Um, is there anything else you wanted to add in? Um... I don't know. Go watch the movie. Yeah, guys, go watch the movie. It's a fun time. Remember Leonardo DiCaprio? He's so hot. He's so pretty. And and that is the film that brought Americans the joy of Kate Winslet. And she's a fucking treasure. She's a treasure. And she has beautiful boobs. And I love her. And um, if you do rewatch it, pay attention to all the the side characters. Because Um, they're real people. They're all real people. Um, In fact, Violet Violet Jessup. Is she on it? I think she's supposed to be one of the stewardesses that we she see. She might. I'm not sure if they ever mention her. Trudy is the servant. Trudy was from St. Joe, Michigan, which is where I'm from. Oh, uh, okay. So there you go. Interesting. All right. So thanks for listening, everybody. This has been This Podcast is Haunted. Um, you, sh- If you like our shit, thank you. Um, <laughs> if you would do us a favor and rate and review us on itunes and mm-hmm. so on and so forth also talk to us we uh love to talk to people who enjoy our shit yeah you can find us on twitter we're at haunted underscore pod we're 
This I looked at that today and yeah. I discovered that you described me as Twitter shy. <laughs> Are you? I mean, I can fix that. No, no, no. I guess it's not inaccurate. I'd never use my Twitter. Okay. Um, unless somebody like talks I mean, to I the can, pod. I can put you on no, there. No, no, no. That's fine. I okay. just didn't know it was there. <laughs> it was yeah. like, hey. <laughs> hey. Um, so yeah, if you're, if you're talking to us on Twitter, you're probably talking to Jen. Yeah. Um, and then if you're talking to us on Facebook, you got 50-50 odds on both of us. Yeah. Um, this podcast is haunted on Facebook, Instagram, and our email is this podcast is haunted at gmail um and that's fun for if you have like a personal ghost story we like reading those we occasionally super do yeah 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 yeah, yeah. send us your shit <laughs> um <laughs> all right so uh thanks guys for listening um cambry i'll see you tomorrow and i don't know be good to each yeah, other fucking if you have a premonition about a ship sinking don't go on it right just like trust your gut also trust don't go anywhere stay inside <laughs> Bye, guys. Be safe. Bye.